whenever I tell them, hey, I'm here for you, I'm here for you, I'm here for you, nobody ever, ever, ever reaches out for help. And a lot of them are struggling. They struggle with certain things, but they don't ever ask for help. They say things like, oh, I don't want to bother you. I'm like, I told you that I was available for you day or night, anytime. Like my job is to keep them happy. I got to keep the leaders happy. So the leaders are the leaders and the coaches, the mentors, I got to keep that level happy. That way they can effectively coach the community and bring them along. I'm Christy Code Red, and you're listening to Rebel Weight Loss and Lifestyle, where we believe food holds the power to heal or poison. And we believe our society has been misled regarding proper nutrition and weight loss. You're in the right place if you're looking for some straight up truth, because I'm here to shed light on the lies and brainwashing that has taken place over the past five decades. Thanks so much for listening. Welcome to another episode of Rebel Weight Loss and Lifestyle. I'm your host, Christy Code Red, author, entrepreneur, retired professional boxer. As always, thank you for being here. Thank you for clicking on this. Thank you for subscribing. Thank you for sharing. Thank you, because without you, I wouldn't be where I am. And today, we've got a doozy. Not everybody wants your help. Not everybody wants your help. Now, listen. If you don't need this, I need this. I'll just preach to myself because this is something that I really, really, really struggle with. Not everyone wants your help. I'm a weight loss coach. I've been in the health and fitness industry since 94. That's 28 years. I have had tens of thousands of people come through my 10-pound takedown challenge. I've written tens of thousands of programs for people from all over the world for many, many years. I've grown Code Red from being nothing, from actually me being on Idaho state food stamps and and state assistance to a $10 million company. And so we are, I've written several books and we are reaching the the messages spreading all over the world. I've, I've had the privilege of being on some big stages. I've been on some big TV shows and that's what you need when you're trying to have a movement like this. Yeah, you need it to be grassroots, but you also need exposure because the problem is obscurity. People just don't know what they don't know. And we, do this through real food, water, and sleep. No shakes, no pills, no diet foods, no exercise. And nobody, 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 nobody is better at getting weight off people than me. I put myself up against anybody when it comes to getting weight off of people. And we're talking about eating food like meat and vegetables and nuts, eggs, seeds, seafoods, and fat. We're not drinking protein shakes. We're not taking fentramine pills. We're not exercising. We're not doing... CrossFit, you'll, you won't hear me tell someone to not exercise or to stop exercising, but exercise is not a way to address your weight problem. Exercise is not the answer to your weight problem. I used to be a fat athlete. I know firsthand. That's how the Code Red Lifestyle was born was because I was fat, yet I was super fit. So how is that? That doesn't work. So exercise is not a way to address your weight problem. So we're able to spread this message all over the world. And nobody is better at getting weight off of people than Code Red. And the hardest part about my job, and I've shared this with you many, many, many times. You've heard me say this many times, either on my YouTube channel or on Instagram or here or wherever you're watching or listening. I've said this on many podcasts. I mean, I think this is podcast number, what, 160 or 159 or something like that? 160, I don't know, 161. Well, the hardest part about Code Red for me is watching someone gain their weight back. Because you can lose weight doing anything. We think Code Red is the easiest hard. We think it's the easiest way of losing weight. 
But losing the weight is not the problem. Preventing the weight regain is the problem. Not gaining it back is the problem. And every single person I've ever seen who leaves Code Red, whether it be a Code Red Rebel or a mentor or a coach, all of them have gained weight back. All of them. And it's been so hard to watch this because you take a Code Red certified coach who's been through the certification process and who has learned every single thing that I know about coaching. I've downloaded into them and they leave Code Red. You would think of all people, they would be able to keep their weight off and they don't. They don't because community is the number one biggest factor when it comes to losing your weight and keeping it off. The number one biggest determining factor is whether you're connected to a community or not. But not everyone wants your help. And this is really hard for me to understand because we are 88% of our country is metabolically broken. 78% of our country is overweight and 44% is obese. The top three members at the USDA board of directors, the top three board of directors are obese. And these are the people making your health decisions. So I don't, I'm like, what do you mean you don't want my help? Let me take you to a story that sparked this podcast. Not everyone wants your help. We have a rebel that left the Code Red community. No, like not for anything bad, just left. And before I knew she was leaving and before she left, I had, I knew, I knew she was going to struggle without being a part of the community because she was already struggling being a part of the community. I knew that she was going to gain her way back. I knew she was. First of all, everybody has. So there's not one person to prove me wrong. Second of all, she was struggling leading up to this point. And third of all, she wasn't reaching out for help when she was struggling. Part of being a coach and a mentor, of course, coaches get paid a very handsome salary with Code Red. Uh, I'm happy to say that. I'm happy to say I hope they feel the same way, but I feel like I take pretty good care of my coaches. Mentors get paid in sweat equity. They get paid in trade out. So they get to be coached for free by me. They get access to me for free at any time they want. They have my own personal private email address. They can reach out to me anytime they want. They can ask questions if they have concerns, if they have problems, if they need programming help. I will program. I will help program their workout. I will help program if they want to get some more fat off. I will help them with anything. There's nothing off subject. There's nothing I won't do. I will meet them. I will do whatever I can for a mentor. But do you know that no, a mentor has never, never, never reached out for help? I am so available to these girls. I am 100% available 100% of the time, but not one of them have used my help. And uh, I just, I'm shocked at this because I'm good in this industry. I'm good with exercise. I'm good. I know I have, I don't think I kept these certifications up, but I had like nine certifications at one point in all areas of fitness. I know a lot about working out, a lot about fitness, a lot about exercise, a lot about different things that we cover in, in maintenance. I know what they're going through. There's nothing they're going to be able to present to me that I can't handle. I know about hormones. I, can, I have access to doctors. I have access to nurse practitioners. I have access to carry. We can get anybody through anything. And when, as, as a part of what we pay them to do, to coach a mentor, by the way, is kind of like an assistant coach. They haven't been through the certification process, but they have mastered the program and they have kept their weight off. 
whenever I tell them, hey, I'm here for you, I'm here for you, I'm here for you, nobody ever, ever, ever reaches out for help. And a lot of them are struggling. They, they struggle with certain things, but they don't ever ask for help. They say things like, oh, I don't want to bother you. I'm like, I told you that I was available for you day or night, anytime. Like my job is to keep them happy. I got to keep the leaders happy. So the leaders or the leaders and the coaches, the mentors, I got to keep that level happy. That way they can, can effectively coach the community and bring them along. But the reality is not everyone wants your help. And so when this girl who left Code Red, when she was struggling, she never reached out. And when I heard she was leaving, I started to worry. And I'm not normally a worry wart, but when it comes to my rebels, especially my coaches or my mentors or the community members that I have a good relationship with, I worry about them constantly. I, I worry that they're going to be okay. I think about them. And this particular girl, I was I was dreaming about, I was going to sleep thinking about, she was the first thing I thought about when I woke up, what is she going to do? Oh my gosh, how is she going to make it? She's already struggling having access to me, not using it, but having the access, how is she going to do on her own? She's just like, it was really eating my lunch for a long time, for a good two weeks. I suffered with this worrying. I'm not, I'm not a worrier. I'm not someone who worries. I mean, it doesn't do you any good. It's just like, what are you doing? So I went to my my business coach, James. We meet every other week uh, for a 30-minute meeting. He helps me with uh, lots and lots of areas. He's been my coach for years, years and years. And uh, he said in our last meeting, he said, anything else, Christy? And I said, James, I said, yeah. I go, listen, uh, and I can talk to him about anything. I mean, there's nothing that's, he's, it's amazing how quick he can change from talking about a profit margin to talking about you know, like me I'm crying about something, you know, like t- doing a switch, like what I'm getting ready to tell you. And he goes, anything else, Christy? We have about, you know, six, seven minutes left. And I said, yeah. I said, James, I said, I'm really struggling. I said this, you know, we have a, a rebel who is leaving code red and she's very special to me. And I know she's going to gain her weight back and I can't seem to let it go. And, and I know you're thinking about this right now. You're listening to me right now. And you you're like, well, it ain't your problem, Christy. It's all, it's on her. She's got the tools. She knows what to do. It's not about, it doesn't matter what, you can't do anything about it. Why are you worrying about something you can't do anything about? There's nothing you can do about this, Christy. It's not about you. It's about her. She's the one with the problem. Yes, I know. I know all that stuff. I've said all those words before to people. Yes, I get it. I know. I know. I know. I know. I know. I know. It's not about me. It's about her. It's not my problem. I have trained her. I have done everything I can do. If she won't reach out, she won't reach out. But I can't seem to wrap my head around that. And I, so I said all this to James. I said, James, I can't, I'm, I'm losing sleep. I can't stop worrying. I can't stop thinking. Where did I go wrong? I know she's going to, I can see the writing on the wall. I know she's going to gain back her weight and I'm, I'm sick. I'm worried. I'm so worried. And James took a deep breath and he goes, yeah, he goes, I know this is tough, but let me tell you something about the Coast Guard. He said, the Coast Guard, when they come to a shipwreck, and there are a lot of people that need to be rescued, they can't rescue everybody. So who do they pick and choose who to rescue? They choose the people swimming towards them. And he said, Christy, there are a lot of people swimming towards you. 
You need to help them. Don't help the ones that aren't putting out any effort to help themselves. And it has been, it hasn't taken care of the problem 100% in my mind, but it has really helped me at least sleep better. And all I keep saying to myself when she pops in my head and I feel the dread coming on and I feel the worry coming on and I feel the sadness coming on, I go, Christy, help the ones swimming towards you. Help the ones swimming towards you. Because you, you would think that everybody in a shipwreck wants to be rescued, but they're not even trying to come towards the Coast Guard. They're not even putting out effort. They're not even, they're not even trying to swim. They're not even putting out any, uh, they're, you know, and, and so I keep saying to myself, rescue the ones who are swimming towards you. Help the ones who are trying to help themselves. And that has helped me. And I wanted to, I wanted to repeat that back to you at least, because I know you worry about your kids. Well, you know, is my kid going to graduate high school? Is my kid going to quit drinking? Is my quit kid going to ever get married? I don't know why you guys worry about that with your kids. Marriage is not everything. Having grandkids is not everything. Stop that. Stop putting pressure on your kids, guys. Having a baby is not the end all be all. And I know you worry, you worry about the people that in your life, if you're a believer in Christ and you worry about the people who are non-believers, but not everybody wants your help. They don't want to hear what you have to say. In fact, mostly people don't want to hear what you have to say. What I've noticed in Code Red and all the years I've been doing this is people will ask a Code Red rebel one of two questions when they see that they're losing weight. They'll ask them either, why are you doing that? And that means they're not ready to hear the truth or they'll ask him, so what are you doing again? That means they are ready to hear because not everybody wants your help. And we've noticed people, a lot of rebels, and it's, it's sad that it's not more than this, but a lot of rebels will help members of their family with code red. Like they will have, um, you know, success on code red. So they'll try to help their parents or help their brother-in-law or help their sister-in-law, you know, help their brother, help their spouse. And they'll give them the food list. They'll give them the rules list. And they just don't get it. They'll be like, I don't know why they're not doing it. I don't know why they're still complaining about their type two diabetes out of control. I don't know why they're not doing what I say. Can't they see that it worked for me? Why wouldn't they? Yeah, I know. I get it. Yeah, I know but not everybody wants your help. And even that, even this rebel who left code red had access to me and had all the help in the world. She didn't use it because she doesn't want my help. She knows I would do anything for her and she didn't want my help. She didn't want it. And that was really hard for me to wrap my head around because why wouldn't you want to do everything in your power to Stay on track, especially knowing the deck is stacked against you. Well, and partly because they don't, they think they can do it on their own. They can't. And I think some of it is they just really are sick of you. <laughs> I know that, that she's probably sick of me and she doesn't want to hear. She doesn't want to check in with me every week. She doesn't want me to call her. She doesn't want me to, she doesn't want to do progress picture check-ins or whatever the heck I could offer her. Anybody knows, I remember years ago, we had a rebel years ago. She's in the first Code Red Revolution book and she 
this is before I thought that people gained back their weight. I didn't know people gained back their weight. I was like, why would anybody lose a hundred pounds and gain it back? Like, I don't get that. You know, that you had to work so hard for that. Your disease has gone. Everything's gone. Everything's, you know, better. Why wouldn't you gain? Why would you ever? I couldn't even wrap my head around it. Well, this certain girl, I saw her at the Lewiston airport. Uh, anybody know that the Lewiston, Lewiston used to have two airlines that flew out. Now they only have one. It's absolutely ridiculous. Um, the Lewiston airport is ridiculous. It's hundred percent political. They're not doing the, what's best for the community. It's very frustrating. But before when they had more options, some couple more airlines, I would fly in and out. And my parents lived up in Lewiston and stuff. I'd fly in and out. I saw this rebel and I noticed that she was gaining her weight back and she worked at the Lewiston airport and I pulled her aside and I was like, I desperately grasping onto her please, what is wrong? Please talk to me. Oh my gosh, don't let this happen. What is wrong? What's going on? Oh my gosh. And I was, I was, I was shaking. I was crying. I was like, please, uh, what, what, what do you do? Just come to Boise, come to my, you know, and she was saying, I'm stressed. I have things going on. I'm so sad. I, I just need to get away. Come away. Come to my house. I said, come to my cabin in Tamarack. I'll get you away from all this. We'll reset. We'll do this together. I'll pick you up. I'll drive you. And she and even all that that I did for her and I was I was desperate. I was saying, I love you. I will do anything for you. What can I do for you? You just name it. I'll do it. I'll drive up here. I'll come to your house. What do you want me to do? And she turned around and turned all that around and saying that Christy was fat shaming me. And rumor was started that Christy was fat shaming me in the middle of the Lewiston airport when I was shaking and crying and saying, please, I'll help you. What, what is it? Will you just tell me whatever I need to do? And the bottom line is not everyone wants your help and they'll even take it a step further to start things untrue sometimes about you because they really don't want your help. And this is so hard because these are, you have good intentions and you love these, this person, you love them, you love them, love them. Like this is, you really love them and you're watching them destroy their life. And you're standing back and you're just like, oh, my goodness, how can this be happening? How how can they do this when I'm right here for them? And a lot of you guys have this, you know, uh, if you're a pastor of a church, you know, you this is frustrating for you because you see your church members straying and you're like, what I, I have a I hold a Bible study four times a week where people can come. We do men's coffee, you know, Saturday mornings at the coffee shop. There's so many ways to stay connected and yet you're choosing to backslide. How is it that you're, you can backslide when I have so many options for you? But remember the Coast Guard, you save the one swimming towards you. Put the effort into the one swimming towards you. My teachers on here, my teachers, I got a lot of teachers in the Code Red community. You guys know that it's the kids who stay after the kids who come and they seek out extra help with their homework. Those are the kids you could, you could easily get caught up in the fact that so many kids are off track and you're, and you don't know what you're like, Oh, I don't know what to do. I'm giving them all this help and they're not, they're not doing well in my class. And you take that burden upon yourself and you say, I'm a failure as a teacher, but no, you're not. You've got to, you've got to help the kids swimming towards you. You've got to help the kids swimming towards you. And you have to focus on the, the kids that you really have changed. I have had teachers change my life. Jan DeCoria, Grangemont Elementary School, whatever year that is, 1980, 1981, you know, 82, 83, 84, 85, whatever that, you know, Jan DeCoria 
will go down in history in my life as someone who poured into us kids. And I really hope she does not focus on the snot-nosed bratty kids that drove her crazy and instead realize that there was a brown-haired, freckle-faced little girl in Grangemont, Idaho, whose life was changed because of her, because she poured so much into us. I hope she knows that. I hope she, I hope that um, Mrs. Uh, Mrs. Bryant, Peggy Bryant, Orfino High School, home economics class. Peggy, I don't know if you're even still alive, but Mrs. Bryant, I learned so much from you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for helping the kids swimming towards you. I came in early and you helped me with my sewing project. Remember when I sewed that quilt for my boyfriend, Brett, at the time I sewed him a, a quilt for Christmas and you helped me with that. Thank you. Thank you for coming in early for me and helping me work the sewing machine and fixing my mistakes. There are so many of us kids whose lives were changed by teachers. Thank you, teachers, for doing this because and I know that a lot of you guys, you say this to me, and yet I still I still lose sleep over the one or two of you who drive me crazy. And so, like I said, I need this just as much as you need this. Swim towards the people or rescue the people who are swimming towards you because not everybody wants your help. So what can you do? You can let your testimony ring true. You can let your testimony speak volumes. I promise you. In the words of whoever said this, preach at all times, if necessary, use words. Your actions, your attitude, your demeanor, your confidence, your glow, that's going to draw more attention to you than anything you could ever, ever say to anybody about the Code Red lifestyle. The fact that my sister Carrie has kept 100 pounds off for over 10 years, that's going to speak volumes. The fact that I walk the talk and I, I can, I walk anywhere I go. People can see I've kept my weight off. They can see I'm still, this morning when I got up, I was 154.4, fighting weight that I was in 2002. That's 20 years with the, with the exception of just a couple of fluctuations here or there. I've been at 154 pounds for 20 years. They can see that I am glowing, that I'm healthy, that I'm happy, that I have confidence, that I walk with a pep in my step. That's going to speak volumes to them a lot more. They can, they can see that I'm carrying around my water bottle in Costco with me and through the mall. And it's always between my legs when I drive. That's going to speak more to them than what I could say to them. Not everybody wants your help. Rescue the ones swimming towards you. Put your effort into the ones who want to know about Christ or about Code Red or about fitness or about whatever your line of work is. If you've got a grandchild who is showing an interest in knitting, but none of your other grandkids care about knitting, go ahead and put effort into that one grandchild and teach them how to knit and crochet and cross stitch. Don't waste your energy on being mad at the other grandkids who aren't showing the interest. I mean, that's a little bit different than weight loss because there's so many health complications that are associated with obesity. You know, obesity is killing more people than drugs and alcohol combined every year, but we're not talking about that. We're talking about so many other things. We're not talking about obesity, type 2 diabetes, 
you know, the uh, CPAP, needing a sleep, sleep apnea, you know, heart disease, uh, atherosclerosis, high blood pressure. So many of these things are associated with obesity. 88% of all diseases are caused by lifestyle and can be cured by it changing your lifestyle. But we're not talking about it. Where was I going with this? I was going somewhere with, with that. But we're not, we're not, we're not talking about that. We're not talking about the fact that that's what is happening here. I just lost my train of thought. I'm going to keep going. Swim towards the people who are, rescue the people who are swimming towards you. Put your effort into those people because it's really easy to get caught up in the numbers, in the, in the astonishing numbers. But try not to focus on that. And it's hard for me too. again, I battle with it. This is the biggest thing I battle with. And Carrie says, you know, Carrie doesn't battle with it as bad as I do. And she said, Christy, I spent so many years working the ICU and having people step outside after suffering from COPD, they step out, step outside to smoke. You know, we have a sister. Carrie and I have a sister. We don't talk about her very much. She's an alcoholic. She's a drug addict and she smokes. And it's so hard to stand back and watch one of the one of the biggest companies, Code Red, health, weight loss, lifestyle. This is what we do, Carrie and I. And we have a sister who is incredibly unhealthy and doesn't give a rat's fanny about her health, doesn't do anything to preserve it. It's so hard to sit back and watch your loved ones deteriorate and just keep moving towards an early grave because of their own choices. They choose it. They choose it. There's nothing we can do about it. And I finally had to let that go about her. You know, it's so hard to sit back and watch her life slowly be ruined by her choices. But what do you do? What do you do? I let that go. I can't seem to let this go, though. Because I know, oh, I know what I was saying. I was saying that, you know, knitting versus, you know, gaining your weight back is a little bit more detrimental when you gain their weight back because you gain back psoriatic arthritis. Uh, you know, if you had psoriatic arthritis and the symptoms went away and when you lost your weight, you got healthy and then you gain your weight back, probably because you're gaining it back probably not eating kale. <laughs> you're not, no, you know, you're not getting it back. So probably you're gaining it back with unhealthy food choices. Therefore your psoriatic arthritis might come back again. Um, your eczema, your rosacea, your, your type two diabetes, all the problems associated with you gaining your weight back, that's probably going to go back. So that's a little more detrimental when you gain weight back than it is when you, you know, just learn to crochet or not learn to crochet, but you get it. It's still something you are upset about. Why are not my, why aren't my, all my grandkids interested in knitting? Can't you see all the beautiful things I've knitted? Pour your effort into that one grandchild who's showing a propensity for knitting. Same thing with me. Pour your effort into the people who are swimming towards me. Pour into them, encourage them, lift them up. Don't lose sleep over those who choose to leave code red and gain their weight back because it is a choice. You choose the last eight inches from here and here to here. Put the effort into the people who are swimming towards you. And it, it, it goes for anything. It goes for Christianity or it goes for health. It goes for hobbies. It goes for if you're a teacher, it goes for the, if you're a nurse in a hospital, if you're a physician listening to this right now, and you're so frustrated with your patients who just who don't take your advice and then they come to you and they expect you to bippity boppity boo and fix it. 
Same thing if you're a hairdresser. You know, I mean, it, it can apply to any area of your life. Some people just don't want your help. And that is really, really hard to wrap your head around, especially when you know that what you could share with them could save their life. They don't care. Sometimes they just don't care. They just don't care. I've watched so many people regain their weight and I, you would think I'd be used to it by now. And I'm not, but I am getting better at letting it go. I don't know if I'll ever be used to it. I don't know if I, I can't, I just don't, my brain doesn't operate that way. Why would you want to go back to your old ways? I don't understand. I've done other podcasts on that. I'm not going to go back to it. But my point of this whole podcast is the Coast Guard said they can't, when, when you can't rescue everybody in a shipwreck, then who do you pick and choose? How do you even do that? How do you pick and choose? And the Coast Guard, they pick the people swimming towards them. People who are putting effort, people who want it, people who are showing that they're ready to work hard people who are ready to fight for it. I can tell you that as a boxing coach, I've boxed, I've coached a lot of people in my, my day as a boxing coach, um, starting at seven years old, all the way up to 77 years old. And hard work beats talent every time. I've seen a lot of talented kids come through my program, but they're not the ones swimming towards me a lot of times. Sometimes you get, you get, a, you know, you get a perfect, kid come through that's both talented and hardworking and has great supportive parents and has a good attitude and has the time to box and, 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 you know, and gets good grades, you know, all these things just mesh and they come together. And it's a perfect scenario for a really great long-term fighter, but that's just not, I usually, it's usually the kids that lack the talent, but man, they want it bad. Those are the kids I'm going to work with. I'm going to work with the boxers. And I chose the boxers to work with who wanted it more than I did, who were willing to do everything that they could do, like Maggie on Million Dollar Baby, staying late, you know, waking up early, do, doing whatever they had to do to work hard. Those are the people that I want to put my effort into. And there are plenty of them out there. I want to rescue the people swimming towards me. I, I, it, I can't, you can't want it more than them. I know we say this, but I do want it more than they do. A lot of times I do. And I know I wanted it more than the girl who left. And I can see, I really hope this is the first time I'm wrong. I really hope I'm wrong. I really do. I really hope this is the time that I'm wrong. And I, and I can say, and I can no longer say every single person, but normally I'm right. What do you do? Stop worrying about the people who don't even care. There are plenty of people who do in your life, people who do care. They care. They, their eyes light up when you walk into a room. They want to be with you. They want to hear what, how, how you are. They want to hear what you have to say. They want to download your knowledge into them. They care. They respect you. They honor you. They appreciate your knowledge. They appreciate your experience. There are plenty of people out there who do. Put your effort into those people. And I appreciate the teachers in my past who put the effort into me when they could see that I had something special about me. So if you didn't need this, I needed it. It helps me to talk this out with you because it helps solidify it in my mind. You know, I became a great boxing, but I became a, became a much better boxer when I started coaching. 
because when you start teaching what you know, it does solidify it. That's why we really encourage people to stay connected in the Code Red community, because the more you can help other people, the more it's going to help you. So come to our Code Red community, coderedlifestyle.com forward slash APP. That's our private app. I had an app built last year, 2021, middle of 2021, I had an app built. And that's to place off social media without ads or algorithm or any kind of um, censorship. It's a one-stop shop where you can find everything Code Red. Get in that app. You know, you can get a, a monthly membership. I think it's 12 or 15 bucks a month to be in Code Red Ringside, which are the best seats in the house where we have, you're the first to get the first choice to everything. I go live three times a week in that group. You know, I, I'm there. Uh, we do prizes. We, you're the first ones at swag. You're the first ones that have the option to get giveaways and all kinds of stuff. So Code Red Ringside is awesome. The Code Red app in general is awesome. But as soon as you start helping other people, you're going to just notice it really is going to solidify this lifestyle for you. And you're going to realize, I don't want to go back to my old day, old ways. I want to stay healthy the rest of my life. I want to keep my weight down. I want to stay away from medication. I want to stay off of Carrie's home health list. I want to be healthy to be able to watch my grandchild graduate with a master's degree. That I want to be healthy to be able to pick up my grandchildren, not throw my back out, be able to go and walk beaches and go on trips and fit in airplane seats without being uncomfortable. There are so many reasons to get healthy and stay healthy. And it's so much easier when you're connected to the lifestyle. Stay away from people who don't want your help because not everybody wants your help. And it's really hard for me to know that. I'm just like, no, that's not true. It is true. It is true. But there are plenty of people who do value you and me and who do want our help. So let's concentrate on those folks. When they want your help, they'll come to you. Same thing with me. I hope you enjoyed this episode and I'll see you on the next one. Take care. Thank you for listening to Rebel Weight Loss and Lifestyle. If you want to stay connected to other rebels like you, join us in our private network. Our Code Red app is a one-stop shop, free from ads, algorithms, censorship, and a place where you can see, listen, and watch everything Code Red. You'll be encouraged, motivated, and fired up to stay on track with your healthy lifestyle. Get recipe ideas, tips, tricks, and help from coaches, mentors, and other rebels. You can also purchase products, programs, and coaching all right there in one place. And if you have any trouble navigating the app, we're right there to help you. So go to coderedlifestyle.com forward slash APP to join for free. And I'll see you on the next episode of Rebel Weight Loss and Lifestyle.